It's okay. Morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good to see you all. Thank you for coming. Now, you know, when I talk, I usually like to impart some information to folks. Okay, well, a popular topic in the spiritualist community concerns spirit guides, who they are, and how to access them. So I thought I'd share with you what I've come to know through my dealings with them on a pretty regular basis. Now, in spiritualist circles, we talk a lot about spirit guides. But how many of us have taken the time to develop a real relationship with them? Do we call upon them when we need them, or just attempt to muddle through on our own? First of all, one has many guides. They help us in various phases of our life. The guides will change as we change. There are joy guides, small cherub-like entities that often take on the essence of children, who lift your spirits when they're low, who bring humor and lightheartedness into situations with, uh, which otherwise could be quite dire. There are spirit doctors and chemists who, having lived lives as scientists and healers, often still practice by coming to the aid of all types of healers working with patients today. There are spirits who love the arts during their earth lives. Theater, music, painting and sculpture, poetry and dance, writers of prose of all kinds who are drawn to those engaged in such pursuits. They direct and inspire man to display their highest talents. There are guides who support those seeking to work with mental mediumship as well as physical phenomena. These guides allow only the highest and best to come through to the medium. They act as message bearers who help departed loved ones get their messages across to the medium. You know, it's actually a lot easier to get information from your guide than it is to get info from Aunt Millie or Grandpa Jones, who may not exactly be versed in the art of communicating across the veil. Now, you don't necessarily have to pursue mediumship to have one of these guides, although they are a tremendous help to those of us who do. Each soul who comes to Earth has a doorkeeper, sometimes referred to as the main guide or gatekeeper. Christianity calls them guardian angels, although they may not necessarily be actual angels. Their job is to guard and protect as we go along on life's journey. And believe me, some of these doorkeepers have a harder job than others. Now, most have been with us in one form or another since before we even decided to come down to the earth plane for a quick trip in this fast lane to progression. Often it takes years for we humans to realize such entities exist, let alone form a conscious relationship with them. And how do they help us? Well, as an example, how often have you been walking down a city street just minding your own business and something tells you not to step off that curb? Almost in a flash, a crazy driver comes zooming around the corner had you been a few steps further, you would be toast. 
doorkeeper at work. Okay, personal experience here. Now, a while back, I experienced an interesting situation. A friend asked me if I would go with her to Scottsdale so she could take her truck for service. Now, scattered as I tend to be it's sometimes, I never heard the word service. What I heard was DMV. And I knew that there was one of these on Frank Lloyd Wright because I went there myself a few years ago when I first moved here. So off we go down the 101. Now she knows me well, so she let me lead. And everything's fine until we get to a row of about 20 car dealers. I'm busy looking for the DMV, which I could have sworn that she said that's where we were going. But guess what? There isn't one. Finally, I look in my rearview mirror, and my friend and her truck are nowhere in sight. Poof. Gone. Vanished. And I don't have a clue where she turned off. In fact, I don't even have a clue where I am. So I pulled off into a parking lot, and I cried out loudly, Help me, spirit. Thank God the windows were up. Anyway, I knew I had to retrace my steps. But which dealer? Traffic was getting heavy. It was nearly lunchtime. So I can't be creeping along Frank Lloyd Wright. That's one sure way to get a boot in the tail. Anyway, I see a sign that says AutoNation. And something tells me, in there. Now this place is gigantic. I find the service department, but I don't see my friend or her big white truck. I decide to pull out and go into the next one. But there's traffic coming down the side street. A lot of traffic. I have to wait. Then suddenly I see my friend in the rearview mirror going, I'm here, I'm here. Well, thank you, spirit. And I know it was spirit because when I got over there and opened my door, I found a shiny penny on the ground. My personal sign that spirit's with me. Okay, well, enough about me. So how do you find out just who your doorkeeper is? Well, first of all, you must ask to be shown. One of the natural laws that we talk about so often up here is the law of interference. As we're all blessed with the gift of free will, spirit entities are not allowed to enter your mind without first being asked to do so. Now, they may step in in case of emergencies to come to your rescue, like in the deal with the car. But if you wish to know who they are and form a relationship with them, this cannot be done without giving your permission. And how do you do this? Well, I hate to break it to you, but the only way that I know to get an answer to almost everything is meditation. Now, don't say you can't meditate. As the wisest woman in the world, my mother, always said, can't means I won't. Okay, So turn off the television, the computer, the godforsaken cell phone. Find a space where you can be alone. Even if you have to go sit in the closet or go outside and sit in the car, then relax. Close your eyes and earnestly ask your guide to make him or herself known to you. It may take a time or two or more. 
But whatever you see, hear, or sense, that is your answer. And unless you're a top-drawer scientist, chances are it won't be Albert Einstein. More than likely, your guide will be an entity with whom you have something in common. Like attracts like, remember? Also, please do not second-guess spirit. If what you see in your mind's eye is a beam of light, a swath of color, that's fine. Go with it. More may later be revealed. And if you hear a name, even if it isn't a Western name, but just sounds like syllables thrown together, go with it. Remember, Earth isn't the only world in the universe, and English certainly isn't the only language. Doorkeepers are usually higher entities who, while they may have had an earth life and a name at one time to help them better understand the human psyche, they are often from higher planes of existence where names are not something that matter to them anymore. They are helping their own progression by helping us with ours. Now, once you do get a name, or at least a sign to distinguish their presence, Remember to call upon them for help with all of your needs, even putting together a talk for church. Talk with them every day. That's how you get to know a human friend, right? So that's how to get your know, to get your, know, your guides. Ask their advice on decisions you must make in your daily life. Then listen and follow through with what they have to tell you. You won't be sorry. And whoever you discover your doorkeeper to be, be glad about it. You have truly found your best friend. They won't move away or turn their back on you when your humanness causes you to falter. They're there for the duration, always kind, always loving, always wise, with your best interest, their highest concern. Okay, I hope you learned a little something. Thank you for listening. And God bless.